Welcome to Dog Talk and Kitties 2. This episode features one of the three guests on my hour-long NPR show, heard every Sunday on WLIW-FM 88.3, the only NPR station on Long Island, where it has broadcast continuously for 14 years. I'm Tracy Hotchner. I wrote the Dog Bible, Everything Your Dog Wants You to Know, as well as the Cat Bible, Everything Your Cat Expects You to Know, because I care about people who care about cats, dogs, and other creatures who share our planet. I'm also the founder and director of the New York Dog Film Festival and the New York Cat Film Festival, which travel America and Canada supporting local animal welfare groups. I could not bring you this show without the support of Dr. Elsie's, the privately owned litter and cat food company founded by Dr. Elsie, a feline-only veterinarian who's created a variety of litters to please any cat, as well as inventing clean protein cat foods based on the protein found in cats' natural prey. This show is also made possible with the generous sponsorship of Waruva, the family-owned foreman pet food company named after their rescued kitties, Webster, Rudy, and Vanessa, where all their recipes in cans and pouches are human edible because they're made in a human food facility. Good enough for you to eat, but your cats won't appreciate that. I feel so happy and delighted and proud to be part of the extended Earth animal family because they just became a B Corp. And I like to think I kind of know what that is, but the truth is I don't really precisely. And I think we all need to have a 101 on what a B Corp is and why we want to embrace companies that go to the time, trouble, and expense and high-mindedness of being a B Corp. So I asked Stephanie Volo, who's the chief impact officer at Earth Animal, to come and discuss with us and explain to us what it means to be a B Corp. So I guess congratulations or in order, Stephanie, first and foremost, it, I'm sure a lot of work went into becoming officially a B Corp, even though in your hearts and souls, Earth Animal kind of always was a B Corp, don't you think? Absolutely. Thank you, Tracy. Thank you so much for having me. And I love the way that you introduced this show because you are absolutely an extended member of the Earth Animal Oh, team. that's very and nice. We, we really feel lucky to have you as a part of our um, extended family, a part of our pack, and who really support all Earth Animal does and, and what we believe in. So thank you for having us, and Happy New Year to you. Yes, indeed. So one of the things that I want to say about Earth Animal is that it always said 1% of everything that you did was going for good work. So you were already kind of in this mindset of giving back in a concrete, measurable way, which is was already kind of something that I think made Earth Animal stand apart from other companies in the pet industry. Yes, that's correct. Um, and I think B Corp certification, um, what I would say is that it really is a powerful testament that really backs up that long-established commitment to use our 1% of annual net sales truly as a force for good. And what that means to us is a couple of different things. I think you know that our mission at Earth Animal is to preserve and enhance quality of life for animals, people, and the earth. And the reason why we created that sort of big, bold promise to use our 1% to enhance and preserve quality of life for animals, people, and the earth is because we identified a need, right? And so what that means to us is it doesn't mean we write checks to 
sort of willy-nilly out there and give that right. to anyone who needs it. It's really what it means is we invest in initiatives that will help us create a more sustainable future for all earth animals. We also fund initiatives to improve our, but also our industry's positive impact, because you know as well as I do that our industry is massive. Therefore, we have a massive global footprint. And then we also do support mission-driven organizations that need it most. And so you're right. We were and have been always committed to using our 1% of annual net sales in a very measurable, thoughtful, strategic way. Um, And now B Corp certification is a testament that really backs that up. So we're not stopping that. We're actually... And we're actually enhancing that through our B Corp certification. So many people think, or I'm speaking for myself, I don't know what many people think. That's a silly way to start a (laughs) sentence. Some people like me think, oh, B Corp means a company that is kind of altruistic. They're kind of giving back in a charitable, philanthropic kind of way. They're not just in it for the buck. So that's mm, very vague, mm-hmm. right? I mean, my father was the co-founder with with Paul Newman of Newman's Own, and they gave away all of their mm. net profits to a, a wide variety. I, I must say, certainly in the early days, it was scattershot, not the way you just described it. It was sort of like, yeah, anybody who had a good you know, request that was for everybody's betterment, they got it. It's become a much more sophisticated and complicated process since Paul died and my father died. But I sort of knew that they were one-off kind of uh, wild men, but B Corp is something very much government, uh, I can't say dominated, but I mean, you have to file all kinds of papers. It's it's not something you can just do because you're in the mood. How can you explain right. B Corp to people? Because <laughs> yeah. we all want to, to buy things from companies and support companies in any arena that are that care about the planet and other people and aren't just trying to, you know, have three top executives get incredibly rich. That's, that's kind of makes everyone feel a little nauseous. It does. It does. And I think it's so interesting because even though you're right, B Corp certification or B Corp companies, um, do use their business in different ways. You know, Newman's Own uses their business as a force for good. Whether they're certified or not, that was the premise of how they Correct. were built. And, and what, what B Corp certification actually provides is this amazing framework to measure your company for the betterment of all its stakeholders. So when you think of the B, think of benefit. B equals benefit for all. Nice. So not just benefit for shareholders, but it means benefit for your workers, benefit for your communities, benefit for the environment, benefit for, you know, your customers, right? Yep. And then making sure that we govern and we are actually using our business to benefit all those stakeholders. So it's about stakeholders, not just shareholders. So it's, it's for us becoming a benefit company or, or a B Corp certified company means that we are accountable 
in the way we value animals, people, and the earth alongside profits. What I love about B Corp is that they know we need to be successful and sustainable in making a profit because if we're not, right. we can't use our business for good. Correct. Right? The business goes away. The business goes away. So B Corp certification is for for-profit companies that are profitable and choose to use their business for the betterment of all stakeholders, to benefit all stakeholders. And so this framework follows something called the Sustainable Development Goals. And there are 17 SDGs globally created by the United Nations back in 2015. And the, um, the, the B impact assessment, which is this rigorous assessment that measures the whole of your business, is broken out into five categories that support these 17 different sustainable development goals. And those five categories are governance, workers, customers, community, and the environment. So again, it's not separating any one area or another. It's really looking at how are you business earth animal using your business to benefit in those five areas. So you said the, the United thing, Nations. Oh, I, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm, I, I was, now, I, I was like, did I hear that correctly? You mean this is an international concept, a B Corp? It sure is. Wow. So, so the, that's correct. It started in the U.S. So B Corp actually was started by an organization called B Lab. B Lab is the one that does the governing, and then it just grew from there. There are six thousand certified B company, B Corp companies in the world. And that's the UK and China, the EU, the US, Canada. But Tracy, over 200,000 companies worldwide use the B Corp framework to help govern their ESG initiatives, which stands for environmental, social, and governance. Because as you know, probably as well as I do, that we all, consumers, organizations today, know the importance of social and environmental impact and really need to have a strategy within their organization, whether they decide to become a B Corp certified company or not. And so many, many companies worldwide will use this assessment as a framework for their company, but only 6,000 of them are certified. So explain That's what we mean uh, is certification holds you to a more rigorous standard or you simply it have sure to does. have somebody who knows how to do the paperwork properly no. and dot all the I's and cross the T's? It's such a great question. Um, so this rigorous assessment happens every three years. So the main basis for B Corp certification is continuous improvement. Oh, my goodness. If you goodness. don't improve. You do not get recertified. You, what, it's, it's the most brilliant concept wow. in the world. It, it really is. And again, it, it wasn't created by the UN. It just supports the UN, the United Nations General Assembly, created these sustainable development goals. 
And the B Lab or B Corp um, assessment takes all of those into consideration because B Lab or the B Corp assessment was created before these sustainable development goals. Um, But they go hand in hand now. And that's what's amazing about the entire thing. So let's go back to the actual assessment. In order to become B Corp certified, Tracy, you need to achieve a minimum score of 80 points. The maximum score is 200 points. And to be honest, I don't know if one company out there yet has 200 points. I'm not entirely sure. I'll have to look, I'll have to look (laughs) that up and get back to you on that. Um, And then every three years you get recertified. So year one, you celebrate your certification and you um, celebrate with the people that help you help helped you do that. Your partners, your supply chain, your right. customers, your employees, right? You get excited. Me celebrating with you right now, Tracy, and talking about it. Then the next year, year and a half is you're putting together your improvement agenda because now you have this amazing baseline of where you rated in these five categories. So you and your entire team can put together an improvement plan and agenda, create public goals and targets, share them internally and externally, and start working on those so that when you start your recertification process, you are improving the benefits to all of your stakeholders along the way. Yikes. So no wonder there's only 6,000. It's kind of amazing there are (laughs) 6,000 because everybody wants to get an A on their test in life, right? Uh, They want to be in the high percentile of whatever the heck it is in life, you know, how well you ride the subway. It doesn't matter. Everybody wants a good grade. But the fact that you have to keep getting a better grade year in and year out, that's daunting. It's like it isn't just jump over this bar, even though it's a high bar, jump over it. And now you're like, oh, great. Now I'm on the other side with all the good guys. You have to keep working at it. That's kind of brilliant and kind of daunting and exhausting. But for the companies that want to do it, where it's really in their DNA and their heart and soul, they really do want the planet to be a better place and workers to have a better experience within the company and have the supply chain be thoughtful and mindful in how every single part of what they're doing is created. It's a it's something you probably embrace. Others of us might Absolutely. think, oh, God, I'm recycling. Isn't that good enough? You know what I well, mean? It's like it is, it's, it, it's, it's, it's a high it's goal. It's a high goal, and it's something that really allows, you know, for us, it really holds our feet to the fire. So, yes, you're yes. right, Earth Animal. We're named Earth Animal for a reason, right? Like yep. it's imperative to do our part in improving quality of life for all earth animals as well as the planet that sustains us, right? But for other companies, it it's also probably within their DNA, they just don't know it. And what this framework provides is a roadmap and a pathway for them to continue their growth, benefiting all stakeholders. And so there are many, many companies, you know, so I think, for example, Patagonia is one of the yes. founding B Corps, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, but you've got Stonyfield Farm and you've got Tom's of Maine and Seventh Generation nice. and Cabot and Athleta and, and Danone North America. And, and there's just all of these big and small companies 
that are doing their part to really be thinking about their business as if people and place and planet and all of her beings mattered. Yes. And so their business practices, um, you know, support all of their stakeholders, right? Their products and their practices and the profits that they make benefit all of their stakeholders. And that's what becoming a B Corp certified company means. It's purpose, but it's also profit. And it's, so it's not like this sort of feel good, touchy thing. It really is about profit and purpose together. It's a, it, you've described it beautifully. And, and when you name off those companies, which are famous names and well-known names, it does make you think, well, if I'm going to buy a jacket or whatever other outer gear, I should go to Patagonia and not one of the other six brands that kind of come to mind because they've been doing really good stuff for a long time and that's their DNA. I, I just I just want to say that these huge gatherings around the world in Davos or Sun Valley of the most rich and the most powerful there to congratulate each other basically on being rich and powerful is kind of a problem and it would be it just mm. ethically, morally, psychologically for everyone to look at and go, okay, all right, but really is that going to be our focus as the decades go by? So I hope there will be a similar gathering of all of you wonderful B Corp companies. You can do a wonderful dance together for for whatever you're doing you're all doing it for the right reason in the right way. And I, I just, we've run out of time, Stephanie, but what you're doing is terrific. And I just, I want to make a long list of all the companies that we should all embrace and respect Absolutely. and support. Absolutely. And Earth Animal for me in the pet space is obviously super important, but in all those other ways. And I live in Vermont and I didn't know Cabot was one of them. So Cabot Cabot cheese and Cabot, Cabot Ben and Jerry. Yeah, and, all that. And, you know, good. Uh, and, well, we'll keep and it going. Generation. Yes, exactly. and that's thank right. You, it's, thank you. Thank it's you all so really much, good. Steffi, always. thank you so much. Keep up the good work and keep up your good energy for the continuing good work. Thank you so much for all you're doing. Thank you. My pleasure. And thanks for having me. Take good care, Tracy. Thank you for listening. There are a few more special companies that make this show possible. I hope you will support all of these companies because they stand behind my mission, which is to bring you delightfully informative pet talk radio. Earth Animal, which is privately owned by Dr. Bob and Susan Goldstein, creates holistic pet wellness products with an emphasis on their stewardship of the Pet Sustainability Coalition. They make many non-chemical products for the inside and outside of your pets, as well as innovative foods like no-hide chews and the hybrid dry food wisdom, which sometimes is all that my Weimaraner Maisie will eat. I'm very grateful also to Evermore Pet Food, privately owned by two extraordinary women, Allison and Hannah, who cook dog food from the most pristine human edible ingredients and ship it to your door in frozen pouches. It's higher quality and more ethically sourced than my own food. Thanks again for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this one guest version of Dog Talk and Kitties 2, and we'll listen to other episodes sometime soon.